so How cute. much would you watch that movie? A movie of Jewish Olympic 40, tryouts? 40 year old Josh trying out for Israeli Olympics. Yes. So at the end of the practice yesterday, they're like, they literally brought in, like, it must have been an 80 of Manischewitz and made everyone do Kiddush and Challah in the locker room. That is the best. (laughs) That is the best part of that story. (laughs) That's amazing. And welcome to a nuptial edition of the Friday Night Movie <laughs> Podcast. Because we're marrying each other, the way you said that, like that's, <laughs> that's super. Kind of people already think we're like weirdly too close. All right, that's sibling super best friends. <laughs> this is a wedding themed episode because our cousin Shelley is marrying the amazing Devin. This is a tribute to them. They're getting married next weekend. We are so excited. We love them so much. They've even come to the Friday Night Movie, helped us at the Friday Night Movie booth at All-Star Comic-Con. And and in addition to that, we have an expert on weddings. We know this because not only did he have his own wedding, but he was the best man at my wedding. Josh is back for a few minutes. We have him calling in um, as, you know, part of our official wedding correspondence for this wedding-themed episode. So we're going to talk all about movie weddings and wedding stories and things like that um uh josh uh, we've been to so many weddings together the the one that comes to my mind first is at our friend uh bobby buttons another frequent guest of the podcast's wedding and uh it was like there's a jewish tradition of the couple sitting down in the middle of the horror at, at some of the more advanced horrors and people <laughs> taking turns, like doing <laughs> Jewish folk dance moves in front of them. And like, there's like, someone will always pretend to be like a bull and someone is like a matador with a napkin. And then there's someone who always does the, like the kick dance, you know, the, the, the like Russian kick dance. And uh, I, it came to my turn and I was like really excited because it was an exciting wedding, Bobby and Becca getting married. And I jumped in the air to do splits <laughs> and like, didn't just, didn't just rip my pants, like tore the entire back from the butt to the ankle of my pants. And this was in the first, this was in the first 15 minutes of the party because it was at the Hara. So for the rest of the Wait, wedding, just, just for the record, oh my crying, just for the record, you're married at this point, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm so shy you... tied a flannel around his tuxedo, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, you already have a wife, so like, you're good, right? Yeah, you I had a wardrobe malfunction, I had a wardrobe malfunction at, at Josh's Josh wedding. Kurt? Yeah, I had like Josh a pretty Kurt's epic wedding. wardrobe malfunction at, at Josh Wait, 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 really? I need to hear what, wait, I need to hear oh, what, yeah. what did you do? Did you borrow pants from a waiter like the time <laughs> we went to a restaurant <laughs> and you were, in one time I went to a restaurant with shiny wore shorts and it was a very like fancy place and they were like, no. And they made him take a pair of pants from a waiter and they barely fit. <laughs> so they were little spanish european sizes okay (laughs) well no i just i untucked my shirt and just like hoped that it would go below my underwear so even (laughs) though like my leg was hanging out for the rest of this wedding i still have the pants i I still have the pants i wanted to make like a baby (laughs) (laughs) no they are unusable i was going to make like a baby blanket for mark and his children (laughs) Okay, Josh, you're the best so, man at my wedding. What's a wedding story you have? So, so while you were talking, I thought of four wedding stories, four <laughs> things <laughs> oh weddings God. that were funny to me. So I'm going to go with uh, a Bobby Buttons wedding story. This is actually at our, our dear friend Naomi's wedding. And Naomi and Mark, so for those who don't know, Bobby Buttons' name you know, is actually Mark. Uh, and so when Naomi started dating and then later married Mark, I I think we christened the name of Mark One and Mark Two, and Naomi's dad actually referred to Bobby and the bro- the groom as Mark One and Mark Two in his wedding speech. <laughs> and since then, in my Amazing. phone, Bobby is actually listed as Mark Two. 
that's, <laughs> that's one. amazing. Right, Two okay. was at Newman's wedding, our friend Newman, who got married. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the wedding, everyone started turning and like, is something burning? And I'm pretty sure there were like some drapes that caught on fire at Newman's <laughs> wedding. That's uh, I think at my wedding, the thing that I remember about my wedding was we had, we had the longest Torah in history. And we're pretty sure that Ron Jeremy was the bass player. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. No. I mean, I, I, also hope, forever. I also hope you remember marrying Danielle. Uh, I, vaguely, vaguely, <laughs> I was there. And then the other thought that I had as we were talking was at the time that Wedding Crashers came out, I was actually crashing a lot of Montreal weddings because it was a great place to go and get free drinks. Well, that's, so that's that, like a that whole was... thing in Montreal. Montreal, oh, yeah. people don't really get that in Montreal, wedding crashing is built into the culture. Like there is a part of the night where all the people from the Jewish community who weren't invited, weren't invited can show just up. come. Right. And party. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to do that. And then I was like, oh, they made a movie about us. This is amazing. <laughs> Except I'm not friends with Owen Wilson or uh, Vince Vaughn. That is that um, is. That is a tough cultural thing to get people used to when you're a Montreal Jewish person and you're used to these. Like, like just come 500... to the wedding after. Yeah, just come to the come for the dance. Come, after dinner. come yeah. for the drinks and dancing. Yeah, no one gets that. Yeah, there's there's like 500 people at at most of the weddings, and it's all the same people. It's just like that's the activity that week in town. <laughs> yep. You knew you were in a good Montreal Jewish wedding if you made it to the point where Adam Cortez tied his tie around his head in a sideways bandana. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yes. That that is the 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 mark of a Montreal wedding being successful was Adam Cortez reaching the point where he was so drunk that he would tie that around his head. Yep. <laughs> Adam, I'm sorry it's I didn't okay. invite you to my wedding. I don't know. If but it's okay. Shy wasn't invited. Probably not. But Shy didn't invite me to his bar mitzvah, so we're even. Oh my goodness, we're still. We just still met each that. other. We had just my bar mitzvah was like the first one in high school. Very stressful. Does it no count idea. as a new friends? Does it count as a wedding story? That the other thing I thought of was uh, my first um, Iraqi bar mitzvah, and I thought of Ian Michelle's bar mitzvah. I was like, "Holy cow! There's belly dancers here." Yeah, that was that was another. Oh, thing. Yeah. If you're if you grew up in Montreal, there were belly dancers at not, and there was belly dancers at Ian's wedding. Ian's wedding was amazing. Oh, well, my at my very dear best friend Ruth, who's Iraqi, at her wedding, there was like belly dancing and like drum circle and like henna and it was amazing it was yeah, Ian's, like Ian's wild. wedding was the same thing the totally amazing but yeah like when you're a 13 year old and you go to a wedding and there's like belly dancers <laughs> your brain explodes <laughs> like <laughs> like Wait, so like Josh, you don't know the story? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I would say, Josh, I can't believe, Josh, you don't know the story of my wardrobe malfunction at your wedding. What is, I was going to ask, well, I know Danielle had a wardrobe like, malfunction at my wedding, oh. but what was yours? <laughs> Becky That's was like definitely more important than mine. So I had borrowed a dress from a friend of mine. It was my friend's mother's dress. It was a designer dress, like a couture dress that I can't believe she lent to me. Because I didn't have anything black tie to wear to your wedding. And it's like a silk Dolce & Gabbana dress. Nice. And at the very beginning of the wedding, you're talking like, I think. Right maybe, after the ceremony. Like, at, like, like we're just, yeah. we're walking into the ceremony. We're walking into where the reception is. Some elderly gentleman has a cup of coffee, bumps into me and pours the entire full cup of coffee coffee down the front <laughs> of the dress and oh soaks this Dolce & Gabbana dress in coffee. I'm standing with Lily. I literally, I panic like, because I would never be able to replace this dress. It, it, I, it, my, all my bat mitzvah money, you know, wouldn't <laughs> replace this dress. So Lily takes me to the bathroom, takes off the dress, immediately starts soaking it soaking in like it. cold water. And I'm, because I, I'm because in my underwear. I know, I know what to do. She <laughs> really knows what to do. So I'm standing You're in like, my underwear. Or a little on it. And, <laughs> and high so heels that. in the bathroom this while is Lily is cleaning my dress. And then pe- women are coming in the bathroom. In- including, to use the by bathroom. the way, including, by the way, my then fiance, who we'd just gotten engaged, I remember her coming back from the bathroom being like, just so you know, your sister has no clothes and she's in the bathroom right now. <laughs> yeah. So, but there were people, women coming in who thought this was so hysterical. They were like posing for pictures with me. So there are pictures of me out there somewhere in my underwear in the bathroom at your wedding with other women taking photos with me. So now I have this sopping, I mean, I am telling you, sopping wet, 
silk dress. I'm, Way to go, Lily. What do you do? Right. I didn't even know what hey, you do. Hey, I Lily, saved the dress. She, she wrung it out. I wrung she it put out. put me back in the dress. Now, it's, <laughs> it was summer, right? So it's not like I had a coat or anything. It was June. She, she walked me out to the front, got me a cab, put me in a cab, sent me back to the hotel right? I'm soaking. I go back to the hotel. She I had, had a backup. You had a backup dress. I had a backup dress. Cause I didn't, I didn't know which one I should wear. Cause the backup dress was like very flashy. So I decided I wasn't going to wear the backup dress. Cause it was like a very flashy dress. It was like bright red. Let's so I wore this like more mature adult dress, but I had to now switch into this like fire engine red dress. That's like frills and has like ruffles. <laughs> and I come back to your wedding now in a completely different so Not only did you have the flashy dress, but you, you did a wardrobe change a just wardrobe. to show it off. Okay. Nicely done. I think that's just showing off your style. <laughs> I, mean, so I, I, no, I, I never heard that story dress. today. And Lily saved, saved the Dolce dress. No one was everyone, ever the wiser. No one the wiser. Everyone has secret wedding stories, things they don't find out, like things people keep from them for either days or years where like they don't know like, oh yeah, no, we had to separate those two people. Oh, there was a right. fight. Oh, Apparently, that thing oh, right. caught on fire. All sorts of Oh, right. there was a fight over seats in the front row of your wedding ceremony, which happened at my wedding, but I which, will not get yeah. into further details. But about. I, you know what I remember? I just remembered... Um, at Howie's wedding, actually, you know, in some weddings, people have to hold the chuppah. So I was holding the chuppah at Howie's wedding. And I feel like there was either an uneven level of people holding it in terms of height <laughs> or just ability to hold it the whole time. And I remember just sweating profusely, trying to make eyes at the other people being like, don't drop this. Do not drop the chuppah while they are getting married. And uh, it was That's amazing. Hard. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's that's a yeah. good one. Uh, all right. Let's talk movies and movie weddings. What makes a good movie wedding? We'll get into some by renter man a little bit, but just like big picture criteria. Like for me, a movie wedding, it has to be a great couple. I have to believe yeah. in them. hundred percent. So, or, or the couple like the is not in the, or oh. the couple is, or I was going to say the couple, or they're not in the movie. Like they're not it has an important to part do of with the couple. It right. Has okay. to do with a, but, like, but, or or it has to be a great couple, or I want nothing. I don't want to see them. So like Josh, in the Hangover. So Josh, the officiator. Who who comes to mind when you think of the officiator? The first one I thought of, and this is probably my last comment before I have to jump, is uh, Mr. Bean. Didn't he officiate a wedding in a movie? <laughs> Did he? Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. 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 Um, Isn't it like is it, is who it is the funeral well, that he officiates one of them? I don't know if like it's, it could be. I'm gonna Rowan check it Atkinson, out now. you're right. It's a hilarious scene it's where so he's like funny. this. It's so funny. And then, of course, there's in the Princess Bride, Mad Witch. Mad Witch. That was the one that I was like, comic ones. I was gonna. I'm gonna say I think the wedding band is critical. Oh, isn't it? Is it at the end of the wedding singer? The wedding singer. Yeah, the wedding singer, of course. But which is. Is that the one where at the end he just keeps cursing? He keeps the the singer keeps. Which is the oh. wedding band where at the oh, end? Oh no, that's that's an old school. The, <laughs> old the Dan school. band where they put all the. Oh, I forgot about. I'm gonna go real. We should rewatch. When they it. keep, he just keeps like inserting the curse words. Like right. Is yeah. That, you it, sure it's from old school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he introduced, yeah, where he puts all over. Like, they're doing like Total Eclipse of the Heart. The heart. Trying, yeah, yeah, that's a real band though. They tour. They're called the Dan Band. Hilarious. They come to DC. Yeah, and, so I and, think um, a great, a great band also makes. Oh, all right. Thanks for dropping in, Josh. Hey guys, thank you for having memories. me. Great to see you guys. I will. Thank uh, you so much. Look Josh. forward to hearing further on your uh, elaboration of what makes good movie weddings. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome! What an awesome guys. bonus guest. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Um, all right. We we gonna do more drop-ins. All right, let's and, and wait, I feel bad for our audience. I'm trying to fact just check this Mr. Bean thing. No, no, Rowan Atkinson was it. in four weddings and a funeral. It's it's definitely four weddings. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's one of the weddings. It, and, oh. and he's so mm-hmm. funny because we I think we talked about that movie with Sophia the other day. Yeah. Like that movie, like I haven't seen it in a million years, but that movie, like it was nominated for an Oscar for a reason. It's a really good dramedy yeah. comedy. It is. And and that Rowan Atkinson scene, I remember laughing so hard. So that's I, that's such a great point though the officiant mowage, mowage yeah that's from Princess Bride Princess Bride mm-hmm. and then there's the officiant the kids were watching Spaceballs the other day and the officiant in Spaceballs is pretty funny <laughs> um, oh wait a minute we could have done a whole episode just on wedding officiants hold on <laughs> okay the, there's one I'm thinking of right now but you just have to guess what it is particularly Lily like 
You just we need get, to know. Do like we get any hints? Well, well, we've already named the Princess Bride. We've already, and, and listeners, see if you can guess this. We've already named the Princess Bride. We've already named um, uh, Four Weddings Space and a Funeral. Balls, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Okay. Think similar era, maybe a little later, maybe a little bit earlier than some of those. Think similar era. Um, think surprise run-in wedding at the end. Um, uh, the wedding has to be delayed, so the officiant delays the wedding. Three men and a little lady. Three men and a little lady. Oh, I got it. Constipated <laughs> Ted Danson at his best when he that, pretends to be that officiant. And as a kid, I didn't know. Like I didn't know. I wasn't good enough at guessing things when I was a kid, so I didn't realize that that was him. And so. <laughs> Like I, I was never like I was totally fooled, and I remember when he pulls the mask off, and but, you know he's been insulted. It's a great. That's a fantastic sequel, by the way. Yeah, that is that's file under great sequel yeah. movies. I mean, um, how could you go wrong with Danson, Gutenberg, and uh, Selig? Selig. Selig. I mean, Nancy like, Travis with a but, she was but in, like, Fiona Shaw. Scene. Fiona Shaw is Fiona Shaw. brilliant. Yeah, she's always. Oh, so yeah. Funny. But Nancy Travis is in like the last scene of the previous movie. And they were like, no, we're going to make you one of the main a characters. Character. And it just right. makes sense, right? Like, they don't, right. they don't do that. Also, anymore. I didn't realize that she wasn't British till like recently. Um, uh... <laughs> she was British for sure. Oh, but Fiona Shaw is so great where she's like it constantly like hitting on Selig and trying to like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she becomes a hero at the end of that movie because when she right. realizes the kids, whatever, she, she she's so heroic at the end of the movie. She's, she's awesome. such a great actress. Um, okay, so uh, those are all great. But the couple really means a lot to me. Like I the agree. wedding singer. The wedding Come singer, on, wedding like singer. I don't even remember. I, I guess I remember the wedding scene at the end, but really, what matters to me is that Julia Gulia and Robbie Hart end up together. Right. I I, I want to. I'm going to go on a limb. I think that that's my favorite wedding movie. Oh, that's definitely your favorite wedding movie, Lily. I mean, right? That's everyone my, knows that about you. That's one of your favorite movies of all time. Um, but I feel I like in honor of in honor of Shelley, um, we know that one of their family's all-time favorite movies, let alone favorite they, wedding movies, happens to be... Recite verbatim that From family. beginning to end, happens to be Father of the Bride, which I feel like we need to spend a few minutes paying and, homage to and talking and about. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Those and two My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh. But Father of the Bride, movies. I feel like, was always a special Mario, Mindy, Shelley movie. I always knew that growing up as their favorite movie. Really? We watched oh, it yeah. with our kids recently. And I do love that movie. When so, when Steve Martin melts down over the hot dogs, like, I think of that every that single time that. I go into a store. <laughs> when he's, he's tearing the hot dogs. No hot dogs. He's just breaking down from planning the wedding. But um, also, no, yeah. The, the Zachary's family favorite movies are A League of Their Own, Father of the Bride, My Big Fat Creek Wedding. Everyone knows and that. I lo- and I love you, man. Also, another wedding one, oh, which I goodness. wanted to bring up in the discussion of best best men. That is that we will get to that, but yeah, I think Father of the Bride. I think without getting too deep, like and and us over overthinking it, Father of the Bride probably the best wedding movie. I mean, it's pretty incredible. I, I yeah, you know, I, like in the conventional sense, right? We're not yeah. like. I mean, you have Steve Martin, Keaton. Martin Short. I mean, what and else the couple's pretty adorable. Right. Too. They're, they're, like, they're, but they're also sort of like not like. It's the, not really about them. They're not. It's but not really the about them. But, but that's, they're adorable. But again, they're not, they're not essential to the story. I think there's two key things about wedding movies, like I said before, where they're really important, like Julia Vuia and Robbie Hart, or it doesn't really matter. They're kind of benign and it's everything else has to be amazing. Right. There are some terrible wedding movies, actually. We should Oof. uh so terrible yeah, wedding, bad movies. wedding movies. 27 dresses is I cannot stand that movie. That Bride Wars movie with yeah, which, 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 which bums me out because Bride Wars is written by someone who I love, and I now need to, to double check to see who wrote Bride Wars. Um uh but the new got, recent, like it's no, go the, ahead. It's got great actors. It's got great actors, and um, but but it's not. Oh, it, it's really unpleasant. I watched that to to tell you how. Um, but just to give you a sense of everyone knows I hate the beach. 
Oh, Casey Wilson. <laughs> yeah. So Casey Wilson wrote Bride Wars um, with Junday and Raphael. So like they're geniuses. I'm not taking away from whatever they wrote, but that movie is off-putting like hell. Um, uh, so if they ever listen to this podcast, June, Casey, we love you. We're geniuses. Just didn't like the movie. Uh, um, but I, 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 but just to show you, you know, guys, I don't like, you know, I don't love the beach. I watched Bride Wars while sitting in the sand, like under a tent. Oh, so it beach. was like oh. extra rubbing you the wrong way. Cause you literally yeah. were just surrounded by. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, I liked Bride Wars more than the beach. <laughs> saying you a lot to, about if you were forced to so rank it was the two. better than the beach bride wars gets um um but but recently i will say that there was um two movies that came out in like a weird theme that are similar both during the pandemic and i feel like we were just like starved for content right and so netflix puts out a movie um uh like a wedding rinse repeat or some shit with oh, Sam yeah, I got Claflin. about I want to say I got like 30 or 40 minutes in before and, I was like not committing to this and um not worth it the the one from the super the X-Men Olivia Munn um and the two of them and one of the major first of all the plot is like it's like you're seeing the movie three times like a run Lola run thing or something like is that I, what I, it was it's like, yeah, it's like things get keep getting repeated and you got to watch the same thing and he gets a chance to, I don't know. It's, but also the couple, like this, the whole thing, like they have no chemistry. It's just really bad. And then at the same time, there was like a wedding repeat movie with Palm Springs Palm that Springs. came out this year. Oh, Which, you know, I want to, I want to, I, I want to go back to Palm Springs because I think at the time that we talked about it, I had a lot of bones to pick. But in the year since, I really do think about it a lot and I want to go back and rewatch it because I'm like, I think it was actually pretty great. <laughs> I, I like that movie. They had and, great chemistry. And I think, had, I think that yeah. is awesome. She's awesome. They did have great chemistry. It was really funny. Um, it had some flaws, but I think like overall it give was it a like rewatch. super fun and, and I'm going to give it a rewatch. Yeah. I just think it's funny that two movies that are like repetitive wedding, but like that things over and over happens. again, it came out this year. Studios are always like, <laughs> well, there's oh, a lot of Groundhog Day movie. movies. There's like another Groundhog Day love story movie out on one of the channels that I keep getting previews for. But it's like the same thing with like Deep Impact and Armageddon. They're like, oh, we're doing asteroid movies this year. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. All I'm saying is that one was terrible and one was good. So okay, all right. Let's now dig into an epic game of buy rent meh, but also is just a fun way to organize all of this. All right, let's just start with big weddings. You, everyone knows, I had a big wedding. I I wanted to. Be, I like many <laughs> since brides. You were a child. <laughs> since I was a child, like since Rimzilla. I saw The Godfather. If people asked if I ever weddings came up, I'm like, I want a Godfather wedding. Now, I, I wouldn't say my wedding was a godfather wedding, but it was a pretty it was it not not a godfather wedding, Shy. It was bananas. It was very big and it was very fun and the music was insane. So let's just talk about big weddings. Um there's the god and big, I wouldn't just say they're grand in their execution. There's the godfather. The opening scenes of the Godfather, the original Godfather. There is Love Actually, where the where the horns come in and play All You Need Is Love. Um, with uh, is it Kira Knightley, where the mm -hmm. dudes, where the the videographer is in love with her. Then there is my big fat Greek wedding, which by definition is a big wedding. By rent or meh, how do you how do you rank those? Okay, weddings? I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. It's my big fat Greek wedding because as Jews, I feel like we could mostly relate to that, like on a on a deep level of the amount of people that get involved in someone's wedding planning and the aunts um, and the uncles and the cousins and right and all that so i think like you know that's a very special movie for anybody who comes from like a big family or like a very specific culture or whatever so i think there's that and then i would say the godfather because it's so iconic um and also as a kid you really think about it, it gives you an idea something to look look up to and say oh wow I either don't want that, which was me, or shy being like, this is amazing. And then obviously Last Love, actually, because she should have ended up with Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. 
But she didn't love him. Why should she end up with him? Because he's so yeah, Although, why is she, like, taking, like, you know, evening, like, romantic, like, door things? I feel like maybe she should have. That, that That's my knock against that one. I'm like, are they really a happy couple if she's letting guys do romantic musical gestures to her, like, at the door yeah. without telling her husband? Like... That that's why know. that one's yeah. my man. And then I will I will rent my big fat Greek writing just to pay respect for the Godfather because again this this groom I'm always inspired. <laughs> I'm gonna buy my like big audience, fat, fat Greek wedding because it's learning so much about shy in this episode. No, I know my big fat Greek wedding because it just seems like the most fun of the three. Like that's the wedding I'd go to over and over again. That's the like wedding we essentially gone to. We've over gone to over and over, over, over again. <laughs> All right, there's another convention in. And film. wait, can we just say, like, right. if we had to make a comparison, like Devin, I would say is a little bit, you know, yeah, Corbett, and oh, Shelly yeah. is coming from the big Jewish Cuban family, and he's from. Also, he had to convert, and Devin also converted. It's so true. I feel like there's like a lot of a lot of comparisons. Actually. But I think Devin eats meat and lamb. So no no, no problem. That's like one of the most repeated lines in our family. Yeah, don't eat meat. Okay. I make lamb. lamb. (laughs) That literally happens to me all the time with my mother-in-law. I'm like, no, I I don't eat pork. She's like, it's okay. I'll make you some jamon. It's fine. (laughs) Have a little jamon serrano. (laughs) No problem. All right. There's another convention that is a little like more... um, edgy which are the violent weddings now we, we really stuck to movies but this is the only place where some tv is going to get in here because i think the most famous violent wedding of all time is now the red wedding from game of thrones so yeah. we have the red wedding there's like a wedding in kill bill right like i i, I was pretty sure she's the bride she's, like, she's the bride yeah that's... she's like shot on her wedding and that's sort of how the mm-hmm. thing starts the whole okay. story starts and then and then ready or not which I think channels Kill Bill vibes with with uh, her Samara being Weaving. in the yeah yeah being in and the Adam Brody thing. and and um, and uh, oh that, that movie is so good uh, I love 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 that that's definitely the movie I love the most but buy rent or man these violent weddings which ones uh, which Becky who would you buy well I haven't seen Ready or Not what but... that's what we're doing what. We oh my have god, to Becky. Do that. Oh my god, Becky. That's found this is, money, dude. This is an activity that we are gonna have to so do. So based two on days. this enthusiasm Glad. and how I feel Glad about the other two weddings, I will oh buy that. <laughs> Becky, it's also so Canadian. Donnie from I love Donnie from Orphan Black is black. Oh my god, I love can I love sneaky Canadian content. Um so I'm gonna buy that. I'm going to Meh, the other two. <laughs> <laughs> no one's even getting a rent because the red wedding was like so traumatic. Um, and I just don't like when pregnant women get hurt. So I'm maying the other well, two. And, and, both and, of, that, and both of those pregnant women get. I know is what I'm saying. But I guess at least in Kill it. Bill, she, the baby then survives gets, and she survives and then she eventually gets her revenge. So oh, maybe that's, that's my rent. And yeah. Red Wedding, Red Wedding is my man because that I, you know what? Upon reflection, was that show really that good? I'm not so sure. I feel like that show in the final season just reminded people what I always thought about the show is that it was all right. It was all right. It, it was like good in the moment because we were all watching it, but like, isn't that good? That's what I would I, I would think say. So. Yeah, not it was good you, in the moment. You, it was good. In, I mean, good in the moment. I find the three first three seasons of that show. So to me, the first three seasons are terrible, and the last season is half good. So in a seven, there's or one eight season seasons, five. There's like one good season. The one with the Battle five. of the Bastards is the good season. Season <laughs> the rest five. Of it, the, yeah, the rest of it is like, yeah, all right. Uh, I'll bleh the. I'll share a rare bleh for the Red Wedding because to me, it's like the, probably the most awful thing I've ever seen on television. Um, uh, but I'm gonna meh kill Bill because that is a Tarantino movie I still have never connected to. And yeah. then I'm gonna buy Ready or Not because I love, love, love that movie. Okay, so I was right. A buy with a double meh. Well, I I, <laughs> I reserved a bleh. You get a few blehs per year. I didn't know we were pulling out sneaky blehs. Okay, get, fine. I mean, for I the red bled. but the red wedding would be one of my blehs. I don't know if it's one of your blehs. Like for me, that's one of my like if you had a list of five things in the world that get a bleh, the last Jedi. The Red Wedding are on that list. 
Fair enough. <laughs> I worked the last Jedi into the conversation. About always, always. Lily, We're talking you... bliss. There's always same. room. Pretty much the same, but my only bliss for Red Wedding or Mags because um, I watched it a few years, like maybe like a two years after everybody had seen it. Like I was a bit behind and it was so talked about, like everybody talked about it. And then when I finally got to it, I was like, ah, okay. Well, that's because where you in your house where you watch horror movies all the time. A, that's a like of, a kids yeah. show, right? Like that's yeah. what that's what they watch like, in uh, preschool where you live. Um, but but anyways, yeah, I agree with you guys. Okay. Next. All right. Next up, we have destination weddings, but the category is not oh, fully I, I, filled out. So oh, I'll I'm start sorry. with the first I, two, and we'll just have to I like had... think about. We'll just have to think up the 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 third destination but because you know why i was gonna write saving uh, uh forgetting sarah marshall but then i couldn't remember if that was a wedding movie it's not no, right it's no, just it's a destination a movie. Oh. Movie. There's so no i, I was gonna it. add that in and then i stopped and then i forgot to put another one okay well all right well we have crazy rich agents we have mike and dave we have need to come up with another dates. one well, wedding, does so wedding what about, crashers count? I mean, wedding I didn't. See- wedding crashers, aren't they getting married on like the Cape or something? Isn't that something? No, it's yes, after the wedding, they're invited to go to the family. Oh. They crash oh. wedding and they're invited to go. Okay, so that's not right. Whatever to this event. And then, I mean, to the family getaway. But what about, I mean, I didn't actually see it, but what about the movie that's literally called Destination Wedding? Okay, so with I was Winona also. Writer and Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves. Okay, let's put I that also, in there. I'm, I was going like, to put that in there. Nothing about this category inspires me. So I'm going to buy that one. <laughs> I was going to put that in there. Because I heard it was terrible, 90s, but I really want to see it because they're Becky, both in let's it. watch it together. Let's watch okay, it together. In the, 90s, in the 90s, I would have loved that movie. The two of them in a movie together. Um, well, they were in Dracula together, but then like back together in like a, a rom com. This is like perfection. As an adult, I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this, Dropping but I will watch that. I think that I regular. do have time for it. I'm pretty sure okay. I have time for it. <laughs> but let's watch it together. Okay. So oh, Dracula is probably Mike... a wedding movie, right? Maybe. <laughs> In Spain. Yeah, there's in kind Spain. of a waiting. In, yes. in Spain, it's a rom com. I mean, you got to buy Crazy Rich Asians. That that yeah. was that's yeah. a great movie. The other it's two are a great are movie like... and such amazing. Like the wedding scenes are like pretty. Amazing. I think I just really like, wanted to like find a way scenes. to make sure we talked about Crazy Rich. I Asians, feel like cause... if you're going to talk about a Godfather wedding, you got to talk about Crazy Rich Asians right. wedding because like the it's not even just the wedding; it's all the events around the wedding that are just like, ugh. That would be so, so fun. Also, I got to tell you, just I want to do an aside because we just watched Raya and the Last Dragon, which I, I thought was fine. But I am like doubling and tripling down on thinking Aquafina is one of the funniest, but also like she really knows how to tug at heartstrings. Like I think Aquafina is just like quadruple well, quintuple threat of genius. And so, well, you talk about well, wedding, wedding movies. What about the, the farewell? farewell? That's also a destination Gen- wedding. Wedding. Movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't go. seen that one yet. I loved that movie, and I loved her in it. I thought it was so special. It She's was amazing. a really, I, really wonderful her, her, film. Her show, Nora uh, from Queens, which yeah, is like, good. it's like really, really good, and she is so funny. I mean, and 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 again, this movie, Ryan the Last Dragon, it's more of your typical like Disney animated. Like, uh, let's let like someone was like. What have we not done yet? Let's mix How to Train Your Dragon with Frozen, and the people will turn to stone instead of ice. ice. The dragon <laughs> will control water instead of ice, and like, and and so it was the same, you know. But Aquafina's voice performance in it, like, I couldn't stop watching it. It was amazing. So good, good on her. Um, she, yeah. All right, let's now talk about this. Is a great category, Lily. Why don't you introduce this category because you came up with this, right? Um, maybe the best man, best woman. Well, oh, I came up. No, with, you. I, I, I added to it. Oh, okay. okay, Becky, you you take so, us. To it. It, well, it was the best wanted, man category, and I did slash woman. This I, is going to be really hard. So it's the best best man because, and the reason I thought of this is because Josh, who was on our our pod, he, he dropped into the pod earlier. Has kind of become a bit, I feel like, of an urban legend of the best best man. You know, he was the he gave the around... best best man speech whenever you whenever you talk to Tio Mario, who is the father of the bride this weekend. <laughs> who is the father of the bride this weekend? So exciting. Tio Mario 
set Tio Mario always says, Ah, Josh gave the best best man speech of all time because his right. best Aww. man speech was hilarious. In my way, it was, it was so I. I don't remember it, but I'd like to see a video because I, I keep hearing the lore around the best, best man speech. So it got me thinking about who are the best, best men in movies? How, like, and what makes and them? And women. And well, women. I added Well, here's the thing. I was, I'm curious. I need to look at your notes to see who you added because then I was like, I feel like all the bridesmaids are the worst people in the world. Like, who's no, actually a good? Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> but she's not the maid of honor. She's not the maid of honor. That's no, but I guess she's in the wedding. wedding part. But I'm saying is that she's like the, the maid of honors are usually terrible oh, no, human well, beings. That's a good point because that, that's why but I then, thought like, about other it. I was like, Kristen Wiig is a horrible maid of honor. She's horrible, movie. as is Rose Byrne. Like they're both pretty terrible as like. Oh right, right that's two why... essentially maids. Of right. So I'm like, generally, I feel no, like no. I would have upgraded Melissa McCarthy and Wendy McClendon Covey in a second because they are hilarious and amazing in that. But. You know, uh, but but okay. So we'll talk about what makes the best best man, and um, and then maybe maybe. Wait, I really feel like we've just uncovered like a something serious, sexist, yes, sexist and terrible, and like where's the awesome? Because even in that terrible movie, I mean, also let's talk about like let's talk about our own like failure here. That every single wedding we're talking about here is a straight wedding, right? So that's like a whole other issue. Oh yeah, it's a straight wedding, and I'm pretty sure it's like all white people too. Well, except Uh, crazy rich Asians and bridesmaids. Because the bride, and bride is, oh right, yeah, that's true. So, but so but generally, we are still. reflecting our own, you know, biases, biases, and what we're we just up like our own, here. yeah, and the. Exp- exp- I mean, yeah, I, I guess my big clearly we didn't wedding. research this enough before we decided to do the episode. Well, no, but it's not that; it's also what we've seen. Right. So, like, there are lots of wedding movies with like a more diverse cast, but we just might not have seen those movies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but we've just you, what we do acknowledge, you, though. We're although we did cover the, the gaps the, in our knowledge here. Sure, but also I think we did cover the Mediterranean group, Italy with the Godfather and <laughs> the Greek Greeks. Okay, like, but we haven't we that. haven't actually talked about a single, um, you know, African American wedding specifically and like we talked about like oh like the Greek traditions and how it reminds us of like Jewish weddings, but like there's no we haven't talked about any. Any of that? Isn't there a Jewish wedding in a movie that we even like think about that we talk about? Well, there was that one that um, that uh, wasn't it. Was it Tony that told you to watch that Jewish? No, that's called called. Oh, that's a funeral. It's It's a funeral. Never mind. It's a funeral. But you know what? You know. Well, this is a whole other. I'll I'll get in. You know what? This is for the secret secret podcast. Anyways, the point is, I'm glad we acknowledged that this is not any kind of definitive list. This is based on what we. This is what this is what we have grown up watching. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's why we're playing by renter man. We're not just like ranking here. Okay. All right. So by rent man, by rent man, the best man, best woman jason siegel and i love you man this is a category come up with by lillian becky phil slash stew in the hangover i'm I'm not sure i'm not sure who is the best man is it phil or is it stew it's phil phil is the actual best man who's phil bradley cooper bradley cooper versus versus yeah oh no kidding yeah yeah. is he the best man Okay. Or is it because here I'm going to make an argument for them. I okay. I I prepared. Right. Well, I was we like, don't I, remember. I make, we don't remember. I'm going to make then, an argument. And then, well, Kristen Wiig is technically the bride. Let's put if you're going to say Phil or Stu, then I think all of the bridesmaids get to compete in bridesmaids because if you just make it about Kristen Wiig where it's this movie about her struggling, then like she's not going to. And and in I love you, man. The groomsmen all come in at the last minute, so they're not like you can't count Lou Ferrigno the same way you're going to count Wendy McLennan Covey. Okay. So this is a very uneven thing, but I love you, man. The wedding party and I love you, man. The wedding party and the hangover and the wedding party. And okay. Bridesmaid. That's good. That is a throwdown. So here's what I, I want to yeah. say about Phil and Stu is that what happened to what's even the main character's name? Doug? Nobody knows. Doug. What happened to Doug? Oh, well, shy. How did that Justin was Bartha? not their Isn't fault. That Justin Bertha? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Alan, Zach Alphanakis, drugs everyone, and chaos ensues. That was not Phil and Stu's fault. But Phil and Stu worked their 
butts off the next day to piece everything together and find Doug and get him back on time. So they are really amazing, dedicated, best friend, best men who do everything in their power to save the wedding, rest, find their friend, rescue their friend, save the wedding, get him there on time. So I will say that even though some bad calls were made at the beginning of this, they didn't want Alan to come in the first place. You know, Alan was the one that caused all this trouble and they the are incredible so friends and they get him there on time, slightly sunburned, but I really, yeah, <laughs> if you honestly say. go back and rewatch it. It is still it's, as funny. So as that funny. first so one, bad. which I liked in the theater and then would go on to like love and watch over and over again. Though. Yeah. But the drop off in the in the next yeah, it's, movie, it's quite severe. It's, it's quite so severe. awful. And then the and then the drop off in the one after uh, the one after that is like fine, but the second one is so bad. I never but saw the, the others. I'm not going to taint the, the, the first. Anyway, the, it the is so one. good, and and I think they are incredible um, best men. So they're they are my buy. After that, I'm going to rent. Melissa McCarthy, the the, Be- the the wedding party, or just Melissa McCarthy? Oh, do I? The red, except the for except party? for the two bitches in that movie, like Rose Byrne and Kristen Wiig, who are terrible. Everybody else is amazing. I don't know. So they should Rose not be Byrne really a bad bridesmaid. She does all these nice things well, for her friends. I guess you're right, except that she kind of imposes like they, herself on they, her. She makes they, her get that awful wedding dress. But they make her look. They like you. You're seeing the movie through Kristen Wiig's eyes, but like Rose Byrne's just like. Throwing money, and, and, and throwing money at her friend, money at her friend, and and Kristen Wiig's giving everyone diarrhea. Like I feel for Kristen Wiig's character; it's not an easy position to be in. But I don't know. Like, should we really be vilifying Rose Byrne's character? So it's That's really just true. Kristen Wiig. So nobody should be punished for and her. Once she works her stuff, when she works her stuff out, she, she, I don't remember the end. I just remember they do the like Wilson Phillips song at the end. Right. It's just her and my Rudolph being awesome. I don't quite um, remember, but I I do remember. I don't like remember the details, but I do remember like Melissa McCarthy. It's not just that she's so funny, but she has such a good heart in the movie. She, she saves. She ends up like right. bringing them back together. She, she really believes part. in in these women, and right, and and I think yeah. goes above and beyond to like make things right. And even though she's like strange and quirky, she's true to herself. She's a great lesson all around. And the only, listen, I love, I love you, man. And I love the Jason Siegel, Paul Rudd romance, but I'm going to met because I think that even though it has a great ending and Paul Rudd learns a lot from Jason Siegel, he's also very selfish and Jason Siegel's put, character. Yes. Jason Siegel's character is selfish and, you know, puts his needs first, I think, and doesn't quite understand what his friend is struggling with. And so I'm going to make He makes life very difficult. Yeah, he makes it very difficult. Like he almost makes up his friend's marriage. Yes. Right. Um, uh, I, um, wow, this was very, this was a very, I think Becky nailed it. I think Becky Becky really nailed nailed it. it. Yeah. That's very compelling. When I, when I come prepared. Just That's saying. amazing. All right. Now, this is probably the biggest convention. There are millions of these, but I'm just going to go with the three I could remember. Um, the These are interrupted weddings. The Graduate, Sweet Home Alabama. And, you know, <laughs> does the wedding singer count because they're on the way to the wedding when he goes on the plane? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, but I mean, that's not, like, and in Sweet Home Alabama, that Josh Lucas interrupts the wedding at the end or something doesn't he uh yeah i mean i think yeah they, the wedding gets stopped right okay all right. they're going and someone's going Can- down the aisle and, and candace bergen gets very mad okay right um the other one that uh i i i would have is the is that one that's really underrated with cameron diaz and Christina Applegate. Oh my God! Um, <gasps> the, the, the sweetest, sweetest thing. thing. The sweetest <gasps> thing. That's an so underrated good. wedding. They, movie. they go to I'm... a wedding in the movie, but it's not like a wedding movie. They just happen that to go to a wedding. Movie is amazing. No, but wh- which Thomas is the one Jane. where they have to? Don't they have to wear weird outfits at the end? Yeah. Yes, they have to. They go to that. Like, at the end, it's just like that store <laughs> in the little town, and they get the outfit. They just to decide wear. to go to this wedding, so they don't have clothes right or something oh right that's it right that's right that's the or, right they're not but, i don't know but whatever they're, they're just going to they're just trying to meet thomas jane <laughs> the sweetest thing just the fact that there's like that piece of fish in their car for like a good part of the movie <laughs> so funny and selma blair's character is like so <laughs> so filled with like 
slapstick and like uh yeah. anyways that's a and then yeah that's Thomas a great Jane movie. and um and uh uh Bateman Jason Bateman playing against type Jason Bateman right. playing the sort of like slob character instead of right. the, like uptight that movie doesn't get enough um credit underrated 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 it's very funny and very like raunchy and yeah i've seen that movie many times i find that movie hilarious it's fantastic i mean applegate is and and diaz who has retired from acting which is kind of too bad because i hope she'll make a comeback i mean when she wants to but if not she's she's delivered um okay Mm -hmm. so the graduate student alabama and the wedding singer by rent or met and justify your answer I went first last time. Okay, I'll go first. The Wedding Singer is the buy. I, I just Obviously. wanted a reason to put that song like that. Not only is it like the the buy, but it's also maybe the greatest musical wedding moment, like music, one of the best musical moments in the movie ever. I'm going to rent Soon in Alabama because Soon in Alabama, which I love, is the definition of a renter. It's a movie that's constantly on TBS or TNT, and I'm always watching like pieces of it, but I'm never like, let me start Soon in Alabama from the beginning. And uh, the graduate is like that, that is sort of the quintessential wedding interruption scene. But as mom always reminds us, when you see the look on their faces when they're on the bus at the end of the movie and you, you sort of track this overall story, like they're not going to end up happy. No, there's no happy. Oh, no. That's a no, no, yeah. That movie's a movie about miserable people being miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's... Just, so I'm going to meh the graduate. How about what do, you, what do you all think? Same. I think so. All right. Yeah, I feel like to be clear with the graduate, it's because <laughs> while you could study it in film school, if you're not going to do that, it's one and done. You watch it once, you don't rewatch it. I feel like unless you're like a cinephile and you're going to study filmmaking and filmmaking of that era, you're just going to be like, oh, look, I watched The Graduate because it's a classic. And I can say I watched it and now I never need to see it again because it actually like made me very uncomfortable and was quite depressing. <laughs> a lot of Paul Simon songs. Um, there's so many wedding like, movies. Like if you think about it. Yeah. There's like, but recently lot. I don't feel like there've been very good wedding movies. No. And then like, like the ringer with Kevin Hart, you know, there's that whole oh, no, the kind ringer? of like, is it the wedding yeah. ringer is what it's called? Or, or the, the wedding ringer. ringer. That no, no, the ringer is a different movie. It's the wedding ringer. Josh Gad and Kevin Hart. Right, Josh, and I think it's kind of in the "I Love You, Man" vein of like what, like the scenario of the wedding where they need to find a stand-in. Just to go, I just want to now go watch "I Love You, Man" like uh, again with Tio Mario. <laughs> watching, you know, there are certain people that you want to watch. The, with. What's oh, the yeah. friend? Hank Mardukas. Hank Mardukas. Like, <laughs> just that alone makes it so special. Um, okay, let's talk. Uh, let's let's wrap our weddings here. Let's break the glass. Let's move to the horror, the shout outs and the wrecks. I'm going to start because last night, Allie and I saw In the Heights from. Oh, how wait, why didn't you? Why couldn't you wait till like that would be a perfect family vacation movie for like a week? Like you can't like hold out one Al, week. You're Al, so annoying. First of all, Allie really wanted they to will see both, it. They will both rewatch. Will we watch it? We got, we want to rewatch it with mom. Are you kidding? Um, uh, and Allie, when Allie gets so excited to see a movie, I mean, think about what I force her to endure in terms of movies and television. When she gets so excited, like she was so excited that she stayed up until one o'clock or one thirty last night finishing. It was a long movie. Um, uh, and I, you know, it's a beautiful movie. The music is beautiful. The color palette is beautiful. Um, uh, in some ways you can sort of tell it was his first musical and not his second musical, right? Like, like Hamilton is sort of has this like that's interesting like it's sort of like in the heights does it but hamilton takes his formula and like pushes it to this like other level of of depth with all the history and the and the sort of like Mm -hmm. challenging assumptions and everything like that so that raises the stakes of it but i i actually like my experience of in the heights especially because the music is so deeply ingrained in different types of Latin music. So like when there's a Cuban character singing, the music feels Cuban, right? Um, and and like for us and for our side of the family in particular, because of that in those moments, like I felt like the spirit of Boba Salunia and like all those people like in our family in the movie, right? Like there's an abuela who's Cuban in the movie and like, that part is great. I think like overall as a movie, like it's a 
two hour and 25 minute runtime, although a lot of its credits, like act one was like outstanding. And you could actually like Allie was like, oh, I'm like, Allie, I think there's an hour left in this movie. And Allie's like, no, it's got to be ending. I'm like, no, if you like listening to the music. <laughs> Based this on a play. Like, I'm like, Plays this is like, really long. This feels like right. the end of act one we're hitting here. And and it was outstanding like the whole end of act one like they could have just done like another half hour after act one and i think this would be like an oscar like, theater productions are long they're but really long they, and like i don't t- know. show me a play where you know 20 minutes into act two you're not ready for a nap i know act saying. two oh yeah act two is always like you know so act like, two i thought like like just sort of dragged and then and, and it wasn't as interesting um, there were some really good moments. Um, uh, there were some really good moments, but but Act One was like out of this world, and and especially the moments when they thread in the specifically Cuban music, like that spoke to me and really touched me. And 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 anyways, Ali and I can't wait to watch it with mom. Like that was our first reaction. Is oh my goodness, we can't wait to watch it with mom. So um, so in the Heights, a hundred percent a buy, a hundred percent a buy, and all, oh, wow. everybody in it is amazing. All of the actors, everyone is incredible. It even has some Jimmy Smiths in there for mom. Mom loves um, a good Jimmy Smiths. Gotta have, you gotta have Jimmy Smiths in there for mom. So, um, and uh, Mark Anthony. Mark too. Anthony. I was saying, Mark Anthony's in it too. Those are like mom. Mom's gonna be very. Like, yeah. Although Mark Anthony plays like a like a very like rundown, like weathered by life character. Like you, mm-hmm. you almost don't recognize him at first, but it's still mm-hmm. Mark Anthony, and mom loves a Mark Anthony situation. So. Anyways, hi, Question, hi, hi, Mark. Is John is John Leguizamo in it? Because I feel like he should he be in it. He is not in the movie. Oh, he's so great. I feel I, like but I don't know if he's a it. singer. I don't know he's, if he's I think he is. Wasn't he he's in? Not, he's not in the movie, but... The, Did he not sing in... There uh, isn't... Um, Romeo and Juliet? What are you thinking? Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> there, to Wong Fu? No? There is... I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but there isn't... Uh, like, Maybe not. Maybe I, I would say, like, there's a lot of parts in mm. the film but I, I there wasn't one that jumped out to me that would have been like his role i feel like we need to to see him a little more often he where did he go he's, he's great amazing. but no he's not in the movie all right, i he? thought he was a singer but i guess not um all right so lily what are you watching got nothing i got nothing for you guys okay zilch it's been i'm watching week. something <laughs> what, what are you watching? We, oh no, wait i will say this sorry I will say this. Again, we traveled overseas, so it's been tough with the jet lag and everything. I, of course, I watched Craziest Girlfriend on the Plane, obviously, um, on season three of that. And um, I started, and I'm really excited to keep watching Special on Netflix, season two. That came out. Um, it's such a great show. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's like only like six or seven episodes or something, and it's fantastic. Um, and I will say that I'm extremely excited for the last season of Bosch. If you are listening to this podcast and you are need like a great detective show with like seven seasons, this is your show um, on Amazon Prime. And um, never have I ever season two, July fifteenth. I'm Ooh, excited, very for, excited all these for that. Fun Can't summer wait. shows. Very so. excited for that. And so I have in six days. Wait, six days. This band will be back together in prison. Yeah. So that's the show I'm the most excited about. I'm bringing the um, podcast gear on vacation. Should I bring my microphone? Oh, I can bring my mic. Do you need me to bring my microphone? You don't need to bring a microphone because I mean, because I'll bring my my um portable microphone setup. All right, cool. So I have been watching special season two. It is very special. Um, still a huge recommend on that. Um and it's been talked about on this show before. We'll talk about it again. I am up to the last episode of season one of Patriot. And our oh. minds are blown. I just, like, I don't understand how it's so good. How is it so How good? long have I been saying not only is this oh a good my show, God. but that um, it would be perfect for Vlad. for Vlad. It's, like, perfect for Vlad. He's obsessed with it. He's obsessed with it. We're just, like, we can't get over it. And and I'm amazed that you watched it before Perpetual Grades too, because it's it's harder to get into. 
It's harder. No, from the first episode, we were just like, this is incredible. Um, it's like how it's layered. It's so well done. And the, the amazing main actor is phenomenal. And I knew that you said that the creator's brother, um, is, is an actor in the show. Chris Conrad is, is, but I didn't realize he played, I didn't know who he played. I just knew he was in the show. So I kept saying, oh, I think the main actor is like, creator's brother like I thought that and then I finally looked up the credits because we were probably at episode three or four at this point and losing our minds over Dennis like every time he'd be in a scene we would just be like how is he so funny how is he so good who wrote how is this part even written was it written for this guy because I don't even know who you write this part let alone perform it for it to be so specific and then when you see perpetual grace your mind will be blown by how great his how great an actor so good he's so I'm just his character oh, and you know what okay i want to i want to touch back on something when we were talking about falcon and winter soldier my criticism was that it was trying too hard to be cinematic and to say hey we're just not a regular show look at us we're like we're real cinema we're like a movie and i was like ugh, it's trying so hard it's laying it on so thick that it's like look we're more than a tv show and it really it like rubbed me the wrong way. And every single scene, every shot of Patriot, I'm like punching Vlad in the arm, going like, like how is it so cinematic? Like it's so beautiful. The like composition, you, 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 the camera you, movements, the choreography, seen, like the blocking of people. Like it's so this, precise. It is. The, it's the scene where they go to get the book. The scene where they go to get the book in the library. Right? No, no, she, she, or there's just yeah, I saw that already. The scene where they oh, go to get the book in the library. I was like jumping on the couch. Then just the, they do this many times in the film where the main character, John, is sitting outside of his office in these, like, in the giant cement yeah. pipes, like, oh, cement yeah. tubes, in and the have this very intricate choreography of people coming up to him one after the other, one after the other, like, each with their threat or complaint, and the way that they pass each other only with, like, moments between them as this, like, really really like micro push in is happening and it's like i can't even imagine like it's so you can feel through the cinematography and the shots you can the tension the tension the tension it's It's minimal and so powerful the rock paper scissors scene between the detective and him is one of my favorite i posted an instagram thing about it like years ago um mark toner gets the i told you show for that um, yeah even though i get it for you guys but he's the oh my god what i would do to meet these guys like what told you. Uh, now you feel my obsession right you get my obsession. obsession obsession i can't wait for you to see and the music is grade. ridiculous the music every, every wrote original music every yeah. but no but the original music is amazing and then they're the music supervision like the the, the oh, yeah, tracks yeah. that the, they choose the to tracks, license yeah. like using the beastie boy song and like it's just it's um, perfect. Perpetual Grace is almost all like, original, originally music. original recordings for the show. I don't right. know. Like, they what's a created a band. They created yeah. a band. The Jones Sisters. That band. The Jones Sisters. The band for that is like incredible. I really get it. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, that's good. I'm so glad you're loving that show. It's a great, great, great show. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really funny scene in Superstore where like they're making fun of Jonah for always his like fancy taste of things. And one of the things they make fun of him for is complaining that like not enough people watch Patriot season two, <laughs> which I think is like so funny. That's hilarious. As much as you love Dennis in season one, he levels up in season two. Now. He is, now. He is but amazing I will say, in season two. He is amazing in season two, but I will say that <laughs> you haven't finished, right? Season one? No. no. You'll text me when you get to just, the last just, just episode stop, of just one. stop just don't even say anything you have okay. such a way of ruining things just right, don't, don't say anything Lily, i'm not ruining it you will text me your, the Lily, ultimate you cut your hair what's going did you get on your hair it's yeah. so short what is this this little bob you have this lob you have going on oh my goodness yeah Ooh, it's so cute it's so like adorable you, you i love hosting it hosting a morning show with that too <laughs> thank you i guess Maybe. Or have like um like a like a wellness Instagram account. Yeah, <laughs> that's like what I could see. Mm. Where you like do yoga and show us juice recipes. <laughs> well, well, Becky, it's the opposite people, of me, but yes, where, Becky, where can people follow you for yoga and juice recipes? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And Lily, where can people follow you? At Chichi C H I C H I K Gomez. G-O-M-E-Z on Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table. That's Pancake 
for table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or FridayNightMoviePod.com. Please join us in supporting the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the Equal Justice Initiative, and the Asian American Journalist Association. And um, uh, with that, the theme music will kick in by What Does It Eat? And we will dance our way into this lovely afternoon. And bye, guys. I'll see bye. you in person. See you. Love see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.